What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. We have uh, Abby. Oh, my God. I, I did not even ask you how to pronounce your last name. I totally did not Langer. Roll off the Langer. Langer. Abby Langer with us today. Very excited to have you with us. Um, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing extremely well. We were just talking a bit off air that I found you through a friend of mine, Dr. Adrian Chavez, who, if you follow the podcast, he's been on a gazillion times. And if I think somebody asked him, was like, hey, like, what are some of the, the people that you think are a good follow? And your name came up. And since then, I've been following you and you put out absolutely amazing content. And actually, I've seen your account you. grow a whole lot um, recently, yeah. which has been unbelievable. I think the, right when I started following you, it's like, I don't know, maybe half of what it is now. So kudos to you. That's fantastic. No, no. You deserve it. It seems like so slow. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I can't get more. But it's fine. To me, it's like not about follower count. It's more about the quality of the stuff that I put out there and how many people I'm helping. So it's all good. Absolutely. I agree with that. It's on and it. It it can feel slow. It can feel fast. I mean, I'm not really even sure that like fo- us, either of us focusing on that is what really matters. It's kind of just, it's a, no. that's something that just hopefully happens by the nature of putting out consistent, helpful content. So, but yeah, I think you've been doing a great job. You've been, you've been it's Thank been you. awesome to watch. I actually... I only know you through your content. We haven't really gotten to know each other through social media, which I find to be, this will be a fun, selfishly, I want to get to know you a little bit better too. So just kick us off. Sometimes somebody will come on the podcast that that everybody knows in some way that's been on before, but that's not the case now. So I'd love to hear kind of just your backstory and and who you are, a little bit about yourself, how you got into the space, and maybe some bit about like what you're passionate about these days. So, okay. I'm Abby Langer. I've been a dietitian for, oh my God like 23 years. Um, I started out like a lot of dietitians do in hospitals. And then I went to a clinic where I did primary care for 10 years. And then um, in 2012, started my own nutrition communications and consulting business, Abby Langer Nutrition. I'm based in Toronto, um, born and bred here. And I I have married two daughters who are like teens and preteens and just live in the dream. (laughs) Do a lot of writing. I wrote um, a book, uh, Good Food, Bad Diet for Simon Schuster, published in 2021. And, you know, I just do a lot of writing and social media work. Um, and my, my whole thing is like busting myths and breaking down complex nutrition topics so that lay people can understand them. Tell me a little bit more about what the book's about. Books titled Good Food, Bad Diet. Yeah. So all food is good. All, all diets are bad, basically. And so what my primary focus is with people who come, I don't see people Full disclosure, I don't see people for counseling anymore, but I did for years and years. In person um, or, and or it, virtually? In person, awesome. yeah. Um, and and sometimes virtually. But um, my whole thing is you cannot make lasting, meaningful change to your diet unless you deal with all the shit that's in the background first, right? So you have to kind of clean out your emotional closet and attack what I call, and well, I mean, what many people call them, but um, negative core beliefs. So these negative core beliefs are beliefs that are instilled in us from when we're really young, and they basically govern every decision we make in our lives, including how we eat, what we eat, you know, how we perceive food and eating. So I work a lot with people around that kind of stuff, and then we move on to sort of relearning what a healthy way to eat is, what a healthy way to think about food and eating is. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious a little bit about what that process might look like about, 
I'm sure there's an awareness piece of like just trying to go yeah. down a rabbit hole of asking like, where did, where did that belief come from? Why do you think that? And what is it, what are yeah. some of the things that you feel people really grasp upon about in the past and find out, Oh, this is where some of that came from. So a lot of the stuff is uh, from parents or somebody else saying, you know, you shouldn't eat that. You're going to get fat or watching a parent diet um those are two of the biggest issues and people don't realize it's it's crazy how how many decades someone can live their life and not make that connection between you know their eating habits and and what they were taught early on so you know once we make those connections once uh, people see how often they say horrible things to themselves you know day after day after day and 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 disparage themselves and and just punish themselves then it's that clears the way for them to make real change i just had uh jordan syatt on the podcast this weekend and we were talking about he just had a he just had a daughter and just kind of talking about and, and my fiance and I are planning on starting to try and have kids this week this year and it's something I think about a lot of you know and I was that's what the topic with Jordan was was like he just became a daughter and how the has that or has that not changed his philosophies on healthy nutrition for himself for people and and basically how do we how do we not fuck up our kids? And I hate that word. Yeah. But that's what people will say. I don't want to fuck up my kids. I don't want to fuck up my kids. It's hard. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. Totally. Like there's nothing, you know, and everyone's different and all kids are different. And, you know, yeah. So, I mean, you just, you, you do your best. But the best thing that you can do is just to model good eating behavior. What does that look like? It looks like not dieting in front of your kids, not, um, not having a lot of food or any food restrictions. It looks like modeling good eating behavior that you, you, you eat a variety of foods and you're not like, Oh, this is bad. Or, Oh, I'm not going to eat dessert. It's going to make me fat or things like that. And, you know, if you, if you have sort of an inclusive way of eating and you have a, a love for your body or even a neutrality for your body, it doesn't have to be love. Um, it, you should be okay, but there's also ex- tons of external influences and, you know, some of that stuff you can't control. Do you find that people that you had worked with when you were kind of working directly doing counseling one-on-one that this was a place that looking backwards is important, right? We're looking back at how we were raised, stuff that we heard, stuff yeah. that we saw, some things that, you know, were conscious or subconsciously absorbed and now we are yeah. portraying. And do you feel like, it, not like that we're trying to like gamify this into some strategy, but do you find that people connecting with whether they were parents currently, and you kind of just said, hey, the best thing you can definitely do because nobody really knows the answer other than, hey, modeling good behavior or modeling the behavior you would like your children to pick up on. It's like the number one thing you actually can do. Do you feel like making people aware of that for people who had children or people who, myself, I don't have children, but making me, I'm starting to feel like, hey, getting ahead of some of those feelings and starting to work on this shit now is a real big motivator for me. Is that like, yes, we're looking back at stuff that happened. Did you feel like people, I feel like that's something psychologically it's fascinating i'm sure there's books on this but like why we are just if you ask somebody what they would want for their children it's like this unbelievable list of stuff they wish they had wanted for themselves or wish they did for themselves do you feel like that was something that a road that you would eventually go down with people of like hey this is for for people that did have children of like hey like this is something that has other knock-on benefits for you getting your own shit together as well well yeah i mean and 
I, I talk to people about that online all the time. I'm like, do you really want your kids to be watching this? Right. But for, for most people knowing something intellectually and actually reconciling it emotionally are two completely different things. Like you can know that something isn't healthy for you to do or to do in front of your kids, but all of those dieting behaviors that are so deep seated in your brain from decades and decades and decades, they're not that easy to let go. And so it's really a process that can take a lot of work and a lot of time, but it's worth it in the end, of course. Yeah. It would be nice if education was the gap. I mean, I know that both of us are in some ways educators. And if you come to my page, I hope you learn a fact you didn't know. I'm sure that's part of what I do and part of certainly part of what you do, but it's a shame that like, I mean, just, you know, everyone knows cigarettes are bad, but people still pick up their first pack yeah. of cigarettes. Like there's just not, education right. is not the the bottleneck. It is part of the puzzle though, for sure. Um, some combination of like how you say things and the amount of times you say things uh, is, tends to be somewhat key in this like education space. It's like finding somebody who says something in a certain way, but then also maybe it's like, oh, the, I've heard this and for the thousandth time, now it clicks sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah. Let's start with some of the good. You, I, I always just like consume everything that a person has on their social media before they come on the podcast. And I picked like a couple of things that I thought were kind of sure. summed up some things that I, I liked about you. And and one of them was this like pencil, pencil versus eraser analogy. And I feel like yeah. at this, we're recording this January 5th and a lot, this is a big impetus for change for a lot of people. And, and how can we kind of manifest this, be the pencil, not the eraser sort of analogy here into the, our like new year's resolutions and goals around health and fitness, for example. So we're so used to starting from a place of restriction with food. Don't eat that. Only eat this. And being be a pencil, not an eraser means add foods back into your diet. Stop taking them away. Start from a position of abundance because we're so used to restricting and thinking, I can't eat that because X or so-and-so told me, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow said, you know, whatever is bad. And I know. I can't, but, um, but that just gives you a scarcity mindset and makes you want to eat those things more and makes you, when you finally do eat them, you eat more of them, right? But starting from a place of abundance and being a pencil and adding those things back, it just, it sort of puts all foods on an equal playing field. And you don't have that forbidden fruit syndrome where, you know, you're dying to eat those chips that you're telling yourself you can't have. So you just, you know, it's it's really a key concept that I work on with people because it's so many people don't do it. I think if if I'm you can you can totally pose this, an alternative perspective, but if we're looking for like what we want for most people. First of all, that's a that's a gross generalization. But let's say just like very general, like bare bones, good ideas would be eating like mostly minimally a diet of like mostly minimally processed foods of like you know good amount of fruits and vegetables and fiber and protein, micronutrient yeah. dense foods. Like mo- mostly that stuff is good. Um, once you hit like the mostly that though, there seems to be like no added benefit to like just being like this like orthorexic. Right. I need to go all the way, and so that that seems to be what we want for most people from a nutrition perspective. We want like people to take you know do some form of exercise, whether that's walking or lifting or whatever. Who cares? But and so right. we we are talking right now about the stuff we want people to do. But you could have an opposite, like kind of phrasing of that opposite rhetoric of like, uh, don't eat too much of this. That that can all kind of be true. Like, don't eat too much 
highly processed food, don't not exercise. But I feel like if we're looking for people to have a shift along the spectrum of more of that stuff to more of this stuff, instead of thinking about less of those things, thinking about more of these things tends to, if the end result is similar, where somebody goes from a very processed diet you know, not a lot of fruits and vegetables, not a lot of protein, whatever it is, not a lot of, uh, you know, not a lot of enjoyment around their food, a lot of guilt around their food. And we get them to a different place. I just find that, and I know, I'm guessing you would agree that it's probably not just mentally a healthier way to go about it, to think about adding things, but also yeah. more likely to actually work out if you're, if you're yeah. going with this, like, hey, let's add these things that we know are probably a good idea. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. I mean, if you're telling people, don't do this and don't do that. They're automatically going to shrink back from that. And and so if you have somebody, if we're looking at like, I don't want to make some stupid like top five list, but if we're looking at being the pencil, what are like generally some things that we could be looking or buckets or places we can look to, to add certain things that we think on a large scale would probably be helpful. So, uh, are you talking about individual foods or yeah, yeah I think I, I just think, like I think adding yeah, go ahead. More generally, probably. I think individual More foods generally? would be tough. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just thinking, like, because gluten and dairy are always, I used to be like, yeah, you can eat dairy. Like, people were like, oh, I can eat yogurt again? What? I'm so excited. They wouldn't, they were just told that the dairy's inflammatory, but it's it's not if you're not allergic to dairy, you know? But so things like dairy, gluten, just adding back um, whole grains, uh, you know, come on, like what legumes, like chickpeas. So you're even you saying, know, like, you're, saying- you're, you're speaking to like maybe adding back things that you've had a previous connotation around or like this like negative core yeah. belief that you had said. Yeah, yeah that. that's yeah. exactly it. And or some random has told you like, you know, it has lectins in it. So you can't eat it. like that's ridiculous. Um, so things like that, but also adding back joy, adding back you know, the enjoyment of food, adding back, eating for satisfaction, not just satiety. Those two things are, they're completely different, you know? So those focusing on, you know, the good and not just like trying to stuff yourself with veggie noodles and an egg white pizza because you think, you know, oh, I'm a volume eater. I should eat like, you know, I want to be full. Full isn't the end of the story because if you're just full, and you're not satisfied, you're probably going to go foraging in your cabinets for something five minutes later. Like, how about we normalize, because it has been vilified, how about we normalize eating for pleasure? Yeah. As well as for fuel. How about we normalize eating food as love, food as community, food as stories? Like, that's, food is not just fuel. Like, when I see someone on social media who's like, food's just fuel, I'm like, all right by you because you and I are not going to get along. I think that that's you know? interesting. And I'll, we're going to bring up something we were going to talk about later. I want to talk about right now though, but yeah. this idea of like <laughs> the idea of being satiated versus satisfied, I would say that yeah. satisfied is the big umbrella and satiated is one part of satisfied. Yeah. But I mean, every single person listening to this has eaten something that calorically volume wise, fiber wise, like all checks all the big satiety boxes, but they haven't been left 
satiated, or uh, they haven't been left satisfied. They ate something that's supposed to be satiated, yeah. but they haven't been left satisfied, which is a more complex combination of physiological yeah. and psychological, most likely. And one of the it's ways that we see this, yeah, but it, I mean, it's also physiological. I mean, they're intertwined. It's like part yeah. of being, you know, sure. being satisfied would be, I mean, some of those fullness feelings, I'm, they overlap, I'm sure. But one Thank of the you. places we see this a ton is where people are making these like, and I'm, and I'm, I, we're going to talk about how this is a complex topic. We might not just wholeheartedly shit yeah. on it because I think it's complex, but this idea of like making high volume, high, uh, uh, healthier swaps of stuff that, that you can eat the whole thing now. And so you had posted to literally today about yeah. some lady, I think it was like a, making cinnamon buns and it was like, in, now yeah. you can eat the whole cinnamon bun because I made it with fucking egg whites and cinnamon and water instead of like literally anything that has any joy in it. So let's talk a little bit to this idea of like. Yeah, so so what you've you have multiple posts on this, so I know you feel strongly yeah, about it. But this idea of making these healthier versions of foods so that you can eat more—how is that? Well, how do we how do we address that situation? It tastes like sadness. That's what I think. Those these desserts taste like sadness, and the whole eat the whole thing mentality is far too close to binge eating for me than I'm comfortable with as a dietitian. I mean, I think it started with Halo Top where you could eat the whole container, but- Yeah, amazing marketing. Really, like why, why, why do you want to eat the whole container? Why, what is it about this psychologically that's appealing to people? Because we've been starving ourselves for so long that now a whole freaking pan of- cinnamon rolls or like that are made with egg whites and sweetener and cornstarch or like a whole pint of ice cream that tastes like death is appeal like appealing it's delicious like is it going to satisfy you so you know yes lower calorie higher volume foods do have their place absolutely but when you're telling people oh yeah you can make this dessert with shakeology powder and some friggin' fat-free yogurt, like, it's gross. And that's not, that's not a way to foster healthy, a healthy relationship with food and people. It's not making people any healthier. Because what it may be doing physically, which I don't think cutting that those calories, it's not worth it. It's, it's, it's being destroyed emotionally. It's like, do you know what I'm saying? It's, what it's doing physically for people, if anything at all, is being overtaken by the destruction it's causing emotionally the people's relationship with food and their body. I think so, at, at yeah, best there's a I slight, like, no. at best there's a slight reduction in calories in that moment, at best. And that is like yeah, throwing yeah. a massive bone there. At best you have a slight caloric reduction in that moment. And it, in that moment in before that moment. you forage, right. five minutes later. Before you, you have 12 like, of them and have the same amount off. of calories. And yeah. Yeah. That, that that to me is fascinating. The Halo Top is unbelievable marketing because I yeah. think that there is something psychologically about I get to eat the whole thing. And I think that it's almost like it highlights this, this subconscious feeling in us that we never get to eat a lot of food and now is our chance to eat a lot of food. And yes. first of all, you're going to shit your pants for the next like 72 hours <laughs> after this Halo Top anyway. Um, but but- I, I do find that to be interesting of like inherently you – what you do, you you know there's a place for, for volume foods. You know of that the course, world is yes. dealing with an obesity epidemic that on some yeah, level yeah, is yeah. thermodynamics and on some level, yeah, we all know about that. We all get it. But this isn't, this probably isn't 
the thing. If someone's like, hey, how did you lose weight? They're like, well, I started making this lower calorie cheesecake and that's it. It's like, and I'm not shitting on that because like there's somebody out there who's like, I did some of those things and I felt good about it. And I, there's always someone. Yeah. There's always, but it's not the same. As I said this morning in my video, which you can see on my Instagram, it's not the same as saying, I'm going to eat an extra serving of vegetables at my meal because that will round it out and give me more fiber and satiety. It's like, I'm going to create this faux dessert that I now get to eat the whole thing. Now's my chance. Right. Now's my chance to eat it all. And it's like, wow, that's disordered as fuck. Yeah. I right? Agree. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And that, and, and it, do, it might not even, again, at best, in a very short term, you have a slight caloric reduction at best. And that's not even, and right. people are like, people who eat a whole thing at Halo Top, they, if they only had Ben and Jerry's in their closet, they, they are in the freezer. They might've had the same calories of Ben and Jerry's. Right. And so right. it is going back to this like pursuit of eating a lot, pursuit of like this satiety perception, but maybe at the costs of satisfaction. Um, and that's where no, I, that, that's where it really clicks for me where it's like, you're really trying to eat a lot of food, but you're forgetting that it might not be overall, all things said and done, volume, calories, fiber, and enjoyment, taste, mouth pleasure, all of those together yeah. and more, it might not net out to as satisfying. It might leave you just doubling down on this, like, I'm not allowed to eat X, I am now allowed to eat Y, and I'm going to, because I can eat it, I'm going to binge on it. But then you have those people who are going to comment and they're going to say, but I, I, I'm would if I had that pint of Ben and Jerry's in my freezer, I would eat the whole thing. But with Halo Top, I can eat the whole thing and it's less cal fewer calories. And to those people, I say, why are you eating the whole container of Ben and Jerry's? There's something else going on because it's not about hunger. It's about emotion. So if it's, if, if that's the case, then those feelings are what you need to work on. Not by a fucking thing of Halo Top. You need to work on the emotions that are causing you to eat the way you do. It's Here. a diversion from the the root. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think that's exactly. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And that's that's not that's a human normal thing for us to seek out an easier problem to solve than the harder problem of digging deep yeah. in that moment to be like, well, why? And it's hard. And it's hard. It's it is hard, hard. And it's often really sad. And I tell people, I have a course for women over 40 called eating over 40 um, or eating after 40. Sorry. I know the, I know the name of my own course. Um, and I, I mentioned numerous times, if you need the help of a licensed therapist, get it because this is really hard work and it can bring up a lot of ugly stuff. Absolutely. But once it's done, it's great. And, and, and I think that that is something that in my earlier years, I would not have caught on in terms of Right. As a practitioner working with people, like where is this bleeding over into like, this is not a calorie issue. This is not a, no. you know, there's some, listen, there's some information that really helps people totally, but there at some point comes a time where we, you need a direct discussion on this. We need to be diving deep into this. Yeah. Why is this the way you are feeling? Why? Yeah. And at right. some point it's out of scope for a practitioner who's not a professional Absolutely. in this regard. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I still think it's, I still, I still think it's important for, for you to ask those questions, but there's a moment of handing off that I think is difficult for people who are a coach to acknowledge, but there is absolutely a point at which this is, this is out of your scope. And I don't love being out of your this scope is. guy, but like th th there is a point no, where you have to be yeah. out of your scope guy. I had a, a 
fight yesterday on Instagram. Wow, I know it's a shocker, right? Shocker. But this girl who has absolutely no qualifications whatsoever, I don't even know if she's actually gone to school for anything, has was telling someone who is a diet, she's a health coach, and she was like, maple syrup is is anti-inflammatory and everything. And I'm just like, dude, like it's, it's the same as refined sugar to your body. So that was one issue. And then one of my followers, because they know they, they love to irritate me. So they send me all kinds of crap. They're like, look at this person, what they're saying. This same girl was telling a diabetic that the diabetes is from the fat fat in dietary fat block it i know it's so crazy dietary fat blocking the absorption of sugar into the cells and i'm like spoken like someone who hasn't taken a fucking physiology course in their entire life and so i i actually direct messaged her and i said you're gonna hurt somebody you need to stop yeah and she she blocked me oh of course not of course not so you know what I'm going to make a reel about her yeah, because of course I am. Oh, and, and people were sending me like screenshots of stuff that she was that's telling not even people. A and she was like, well, that's though. your, that's your opinion. And I'm like, it's not, that's your, your pancreas. That's your pancreas. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. Like, but it's like, but, oh, but we're talking about people who don't realize the scope and this is the state sure. of the world today. So this is my point here. Getting back to that. It's like, you have to understand when your opinion is just an opinion and it's not science. And you don't, and if you're like on the receiving end of this information, you need to be able to figure out who is just being like a maverick and who knows their shit. Do you want, uh, would you, I had Jen Gunter on my podcast a little while back and she's like, would you want a maverick surgeon? to operate on you would you want like a maverick pilot to fly you you know in their plane so why are you trusting these people with your health you don't understand their scope so if this is a whole other issue but i needed to tell that story because i'm so flabbergasted honestly at the the people out there giving out health advice that can is potentially dangerous and she had the nerve to actually say that I was not educated and I have 23 years of experience and she has none. This is, this is there's people are so arrogant and so like up their own ass that they have no clue. So the, the, yeah, it's crazy. The, the, uh, the, like the, like moving of the goalposts with some of the glucose stuff is just kills me. They're like, how, where did, oh where did maple syrup now become like anti-inflammatory? The one that kills me is yeah. like a Paul Saladino, right? Paul Saladino, carnivore dude. Oh no. So he was, he oh, was like, no. he's like full blown carnivore, right? He's in, this is a couple of years ago and he's like, he's, he's just going all in on carnivore. Carbs are bad. Blood sugar excursions are literally yeah. killing every person on the planet. And then I, I remember him and some other people, they went to go like live with the Hadza for a bit. And they were like, they were going to live with the Hadza for like some affirmation and validation of like their own practice. And then, and then like posted a video of the fact that like 60%, like some crazy percent of the Hadza diet like comes from honey. And they were just like, yeah, 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 honey. It's, it's totally different than what I've been talking about. Totally different. Natural is ancient. It's there. They've been doing this for millennia. Totally natural. I'm like, yo, you are going to have to hard backtrack on like all of your posts basically. And so he's like, nah, fuck it. I'll just go to seed oils now. He's like, I'm done with the glucose stuff. Cause I need, he's like, I eat white rice and honey. I'm like, you're a fucking brain dead. Like, yeah. 
He's totally and like fucking put a shirt on. Like nobody wants to see that, dude. Nobody. He's that, I'm, I'm feeling like cut out I, seed oils. Yeah. I oh fuck. You know, I hope that people are realizing that he is a quack. The best was when one of his old professors I didn't see this. Like, oh you have to. Did like a stitch with him. And they're like, yeah, we did learn about word cause. Like, maybe you weren't there that day. It was like from his alma mater. It oh, was geez. amazing. Amazing. All right. So that, that's been great. I want to pivot because I don't want to get uh, through the conversation okay. without having a little bit of a chat about uh, the emergence of some, let's say, weight loss drugs. Let's put it in the category yeah. of that. Um, okay. And what, what I've been seeing is just a lot of an uproar, rightfully so, of and I have a personal connection with this. I have a client who's been working with me for a long time who is in the process of going through with a, with a physician, with yeah. an endocrinologist, with a specialist to figure out if she is qualified to take things like Ozempic or semaglutide or any of these drugs. Um, I th- are those the same thing, by the way? Yeah. Uh, okay. And Ozempic is a trading. That's what I thought. Okay. So And so one of the things that she was told is that it's difficult to get because right now there's like a big yeah. crazy push for like regular people getting this oh, through really shady I things. Can't. And then we found out that, and I and I will not name names. No, I know that nobody's ever going to listen to this. I We found out that somebody very close to her was getting it through like a super shady. Here she is going through the correct channels. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and then somebody, someone's like, oh, you don't need to do that. Just go get it through here, through like my shady. Don't even get me started. I'd love don't to get you started. Can we get, talk about this a little bit? I, I, I just published something on my website a couple of weeks ago about people using... Ozempic or Wagobi, whatever, same thing. Um, for, for, uh, oh my God, what's the word? Vanity. Um, vanity. For vanity weight loss. And people are all, you know, oh, I use a good weight loss. Yeah, it's great. And I do think that people who are obese and whose lives are negatively impacted in whatever which way by their weight, I do think they should have access to this. Absolutely, I'm a thousand percent in support of that. But what I'm not in support of is fucking Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian, like and and Chelsea Handler and fucking Elon Musk or whoever else going having Ozempic parties and like getting shot up with this drug so that they can lose weight for vanity. And and these and these medi spas, I call them out in my post. I, I have screenshots of like some fucking. It's like awful. They will give that to give it to anyone. And my friend, her husband is on this for his diabetes, for his actual diabetes, and he's like, I can't get it. I can't actually get the drug now because people are assholes. They live in the Bay Area. Naturally. They live in like near Atherton. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. So, yeah. So um, it's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. And it's, it doesn't help anyone's relationship with food in their bodies. You have to be on it forever, forever. Um, and it's just it's disgusting. It's actually just disgusting. It's it, Now, what was once an unattainable standard of beauty is now even more unattainable. So what are we teaching our kids, right? Ourselves. Like, thin at any cost? You know, like, fucking projectile vomit for the next, you know, however many years from this drug because it does cause quite a bit of Nausea. GI upset for some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
just to be thin, like, is that really worth it? I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you are obese, fine, but for like, yeah, it's just bad. It's so awful. It's really, it's really bad. It's really scary that this is like a, this is like, I I, want to try and find it to be analogous to like taking steroids in some way where like these have like, I'm not saying it has like net for everybody crazy bad downsides because obviously there are people that are taking this is going to be a very big net helpful, uh, you know, something that's very helpful. But if you don't have those things that would then be improved by potentially losing weight, um, then these are just all upside, all vanity, downside, all actual potentially health downsides. Like this is a big deal that you're, like there, this is a net improvement for people that have obesity, potentially people who have diabetes, potentially. Yeah. This isn't like a, it's not like taking, it's not like you can just take this and there's no downside. I'm just gonna lose a little bit of weight. Like this is a serious thing that you're injecting into yourself. And you have to keep taking yeah. it. Yeah, well, you have to yeah, keep taking it keep, if you want to keep the results. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, and who doesn't? Like, no, I, of point, course. Right? But like, you have to keep taking it. And, and yeah, it hasn't been tested in normal weight people. So what are you doing to your body? Do you really want to lose those last 10 or 20 pounds so badly that you're willing to subject yourself to some shady practitioner who's like in a medi spa who who isn't your doctor, who's not going to follow you closely? Like there are some potentially fatal side effects that you can experience with these medications that, you know, need to be you need to be followed yeah like your potassium level like what if you vomit and vomit and shit yourself a million times and like you die from a heart attack that happens right i don't know if it's happened with these medications but it's the potential and it's just i don't know it's i don't know how we got here i sure wish we would leave this place (laughs) i mean it's the same place we've always been this is just a new weapon that's extremely powerful and so it's just not anything new we've been we've been glorifying this elite level of thinness forever. Now we just have a really powerful way of getting there. Um, The one thing I would maybe just like to speak to in general is the the stigma around some of these weight loss drugs for people who might actually need them or might actually benefit from them. Like something I think gets under discussed is the actual physiological genetic differences that predispose. It's like the biggest predictor of obesity, by the way, is genetics. And so it is yeah. the biggest thing that of all the factors you could say that environmental factors, like more of like a nurture uh, external variables that are relevant. Uh, the number one factor is genetics. And so I think feel like people yeah. just like are misunderstanding this idea of like, oh, this person, these weight loss drugs are just, you know, an easy way out that these people don't have oh, willpower. It's like, do you guys not understand there's a huge genetic differences between this person potentially, or just like the population with obesity at large on average, and like a person yeah. who struggles zero percent to make that to right. maintain a healthy body weight. This is not a fucking willpower right. competition. These people actually yeah. can benefit. It has from nothing this. to do with willpower, right. though. It has nothing to do with willpower, and so many people love, love to oversimplify a complex situation by being an asshole and saying, "Oh, just move more and eat less." Like, no, if that worked for the majority of people. So many people would not be overweight. Um, there are is a huge section of the population where that doesn't work. And they're, you know, for whatever reason, and they should 100% have the access to these drugs. You know, Spencer Nadolsky, who works 
for sequence, which is um, a program that gives these drugs and legitimately so, um, says that the newer ones are literally as good as um, weight loss surgery, which is amazing. Like, you know, I think obesity is a disease. I'm sorry to say, I know some of my RD colleagues does, don't agree with me, but it is. And it's, it, it really can affect people's lives negatively. And it's not because you love food. I People fucking aren't don't give me this. I love food thing. Love oh, Jesus. Food. Yeah. It's just, and it's, it's just not about that. It's not about food. Okay. Um, and just like anorexia is not about food, right? It's like all of these other factors, but like they, these people should have the opportunity to make a choice, weight loss surgery, um, you know, whatever else, Ozempic, it, 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 the more options we have to treat this, the better. It is absolutely not taking the easy way out. And people who say that are fucking assholes, I'm sorry. Um, and you know, I did actually in my, in one of my posts online, I did interview someone who had weight loss surgery and she's like, I hate when people say it's the easy way out. It's not easy. And these people struggle, have been struggling for years. It's not like you struggle for a week and then you decide to have weight loss surgery or go on a Zephyr. It's like a lot of these people have been struggling their entire lives with their, their, they deserve a way, an effective way of reducing their weight. I think people misunderstand how these people are struggling. I think people misunderstand yeah. that if, like what essentially what semaglutide or ozempic are what essentially what they're doing is, is suppressing appetites essentially like what's the end product of of this um and if you just take that one tiny variable of satiety like there is a huge difference between let's say somebody who has obesity or again on average across large populations between like the levels of satiety signaling you know and so if i eat X amount of calories, you eat X amount of calories, my brain is going to register a higher level of satiety. I will feel more right. full than you. If if you took somebody who like had no problem losing their, uh, keeping like a, let's say a normal, uh, their body weight in a normal range, and I make you 10% hungrier on average and 10% less satiated <clears throat> per calorie on average, I promise you yeah. are going to gain weight over time. That's a fact. Now that is what's happening to these people among a million yeah. other variables, but yeah. they're they're hungrier than you are. They're less yeah. satiated per calorie than you are. And then there's a whole host of other reasons as well, but this is just one variable. I promise you, you yeah. bring me somebody with elite genetics. We make you 10% hungrier, 10% less satiated per meal. You will gain weight over time. And then you'll be in the same yeah. position of like, well, it's just a willpower thing. It's like, it's not, it's just not, this is. And then I'll tell you to eat less and move more yeah. and see how you react. Fucker, I'm hungrier than you. That's just it. I'm hungrier than you. You. Like it's, just, it's not yeah, that simple, exactly. but it is, it's it, not it, that exactly. simple, but it is one variable no. that I think is, and, and that's what my, one of my clients has went through. And I, I thank, thank whichever God for the experience that she had in going to the doctor who was like yeah. totally on top of this discussion of I like not stigmatizing it. it totally like, you know, giving some kind of analogy to a diabetic who needs insulin, that there's like something that we are like, this is not, this is like something physiological. It's not your fault, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not your fault. If you had a broken arm or you, if you had diabetes, you would treat these things, right? So why are we not treating obesity with the same respect? Yeah. We're just telling people to just eat less. I had a friend who was going, went to a doctor um, to, uh, to ask for a referral for weight loss surgery. And this person 1000% qualifies as a dietitian. I know this. And the doctor said, you don't have a weight problem. You have a fridge problem. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I told her to report him. Yeah, I, It's I, like... Thing. We have to at least 
if we're just playing the other side, not the far other side, but like, are there lifestyle variables that people can do independent of taking weight loss medication to help sure. their position? Absolutely, of course. This is totally and true. And therapy. Yeah. You know, like there's all these things. Qualifying and for the drug actually requires that you have, have you know, there's actually like, you know, requirements of like, you have to have worked on lifestyle factors. You have to have, so it's like, yeah. yes, there are lifestyle variables. I'm not saying there's nothing these people can do. I'm not saying of that. Of course. I'm just saying that it's more complicated, that it's a marriage between these two things and that there there just are people who are at a genetic and, and environmental disadvantage that this is extremely amazing. It's an amazing thing that we cannot stigmatize. And if you, if, if there's a potential for these people to improve their lives and to be happy, then why are we not supporting that? You know what I mean? It's a gift. Like we should be supporting that because everybody deserves to be happy. Everyone deserves to live their best lives. Everyone deserves to live the best, the life to the fullest, right? Yeah. What if, what if Kim says that? If Kim's like, yeah, me too. I deserve to take this shot in my body every day, shit and throw up every day. So fuck I, off, yeah, fuck the fuck off. Jesus Chloe. Christ. Who is I that know. lady who brought the, it's like a video that's going around. It's like, I don't even know who it was. It's like lady who brought like this, like cupcake to like her, her like family party or something. And it's just like, oh, you maybe made a post about it. I, some famous person. I don't know who it is. Have you seen this? Oh, this woman, and then people were shitting on me for it. Leia Remini like posted this woman who's like, I brought my own dessert to your, your dinner party. It has it has maple syrup in Coca- it or coconut, coconut sugar. sugar. You know, it's good, and it's with my dietary restrictions. And I'm just like, you've got an eating disorder, lady, or I shouldn't say that. You, this is disordered behavior, and you know, like work on yourself. But people were like, "You're a bitch." I would get like that kind of, you know, I bring my own food, but I have food allergies. Okay, well, that's a different story. Totally. Yeah. There's a. I know that 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 Flav City is a is a. Oh we, no. It's a Pandora's box. Either. But I, just speaking about that moment, where like Either. we're like. The the I've only I can only do one of him. I think I have like two of real uh, stitches of him. But he was just like, just like talking about sugar, and he was like, "Don't have sugar in any form. Don't have turbinado sugar. Don't have this sugar. Don't have that sugar." And then he cuts to like the next thing. He's like, "Here's what I recommend: coconut sugar, agave, maple syrup." And yeah. I'm like, "Bro, like what did what did you just say?" Like, and that's what that lady yeah, said. Again. She's like, "There's coconut sugar in here." I'm like, "It's the same fucking thing." I know. And again, it's an example of someone going well beyond their scope of home cook. Is that I'm what he's called? What is? Where did he come from? Yeah, thin air. <laughs> the the Costco back warehouse. Like, like, oh shit! Listen, he has no qualifications whatsoever. And um, my friend, uh, he, he, she like challenged him, um, food science babe, and he's like, if you want oh, research study, you need too. to go. She's amazing. He's like, you need to go to another site if you want research. I, you know, I'm doing, you know, this, like, fucking. You're doing what? Bullshit. You're doing what? Nothing. Doing Nothing. What? And he's like, oh, my God. He He's a home cook. That's it. And he's built, and he uses his daughter, uh, like, in his videos. And it's like, we, oh, my God. Oh. I hope she fucking sues him one day. It's tricky. Gonna Your daughter shit kills me lately. I'm like, Jenna was like, oh, his daughter's so cute. And I'm like, that's what he wants you to think. Yeah, I, I hope she does a tell-all book. I'm just waiting oh, when she no. grows up. Yeah, that one's yeah. tough. That one's a really tough one. The daughter cook thing is is tough. Yeah, well, you don't want to have... Yeah. Well, he's like using her for clicks. That's I disgusting. Know. And she can't even give her consent. I know, I know. 
I know it's a dark place. He's a dark place. Um, yes, yeah, he is. Do, do you feel that as what you do that you tend to like follow a lot of, I hate giving people like that algorithmic benefit, but like sometimes it like no. keeps me, I need to keep my flame. I don't like, follow anger. them. Like, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, I find enough. that. Yeah. People send me, me these things. And so I have no shortage of, of material, but I find that for my own mental health, I, I literally can't follow any of these people because I get like, this shit keeps me up at night. Oh yeah. Cause I get so angry and you know, like the other day with that girl who like has no credentials and was like talking to diabetics about their diabetes. I was like inflamed because I was just like, how do I stop this person? She's going to hurt someone, but she has the confidence. These people have like the confidence to give such bad information. So I just like, don't, I just wait for people to send it to me. Then I go from there. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. What I ask, I ask a lot of people this question, and I've had we've had many discussions of, but like, just throwing your own sense in the fire here. Like, what are some things that people can look out for in terms of like finding good information or being alarmed at potentially? I had a client today who was a good friend. We you know we are in constant communication, and she was like, "Hey, what do you think of this person? You know, or what do you think of this book this person wrote? She yeah. here, she's a naturopath that's throwing up red flags for me, and it's like, like." What are some of the things that you might have that, you know, tell this person, like, hey, look out for this, this, and this, or, or, you know, how do we navigate that scenario so we don't fuck things up too bad? You know, I think that anyone who is making promises that seem too good to be true, um, anyone who is saying, you know, eat this one ingredient and it will change your life or this one supplement will change your life. Like that's not, that's not kosher. Anyone who is, um, giving advice and selling their own line of supplements is weird or seem to be using their their md credential or even their rd credential there are some black sheep um you know to to sell their own line of supplements um you know anyone saying there's like a cleanse or a detox um a reset um boosting your metabolism all of that stuff is bullshit um, anyone selling any kind of like Dutch test or um, food sensitivity test, forget about it. Those are bullshit. Um, you know, anyone saying that a food that is whole and, you know, that we've been eating for years is now toxic, like chickpeas or tomatoes or dairy or grains, they're all bullshit too. That Those people are, yeah. A lot of there's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of things to be aware of, unfortunately. Oh, there that's just a short load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel a combination of I would bet mo- mostly the latter, but a combination of I'll always be in business, but a yeah. depression about that, like that's like depresses me yeah. too sometimes, honestly. Yeah, it's very it's it, it feels like overwhelming. I think a lot of the time, which is another reason why I don't follow these people. It just yeah. it's overwhelming and it's sad like that people are actually saying this shit that's so obviously wrong and saying with such confidence they have millions of followers it's it's sad yep are there are there any people that you like that are like tip of the tree like up there with Flave City that are just like the worst offenders of science, like that the just medical like, medium. Yeah, medical the medium. Medical are we medium. Beyond, are we past him though? Are we not past no. him? No, no, come on. Oh I hope so. He's but a meme, him, right? I mean, he's got to be a meme by now. Listen, he is a fucking charlatan beyond. Like, I don't have any. And whenever I post about him, people just rip me. 
No. He he changed my immune system. It's oh him God. behind a screen with like 400 different fake accounts coming at you. Oh, my God. He, yeah. And Stephen Gundry, same thing. Stephen Gundry, terrible, terrible. Um, Chris beat cancer. He's a fucking stain. Um, you know, like... <laughs> That one oh, just, that's Uncle Buck, that movie. That that's, awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. I know. Um, yeah, those people are, I just, oh, that one with the bone broth. All of them. Dr. Kellyanne. Uh, <laughs> food, so, food, ba- food, babe, yeah. for, for for me, was like a, just she's one that, worst. she's just like one of the, not, and I know we're just like on here, like ranting about people now, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not really okay. worried about that. Yeah. I think people need to be aware of these names. Sometimes people are like afraid yeah, to like I'm, say names. Like course. you're full of shit. I'm sorry. This person's full of shit. <laughs> food, si- food babe once was like, uh, I always die at this post. I just, it's stuck in my mind. And she was like, really quick, healthy morning shake. And it was like, the emphasis was like on how quick and easy this was. And it started with her like going into her like homemade garden and like plucking out the ripe, herbs and then like sniffing them and then cutting them and then yeah. taking the lemon and then doing it was like 45 minutes in a food processor and i'm like none of this is either practical and, and all of the prefixes of non-inflammatory and, and non-toxic that you've attached to these ingredients is out of fucking control to give you 45 uh, yeah, minutes to make a morning cool. shake is wild i know and gabrielle reese the old she's a volleyball player i don't know if she plays though she fucking had food babe on her feed a couple of weeks ago and i commented and i'm like why are you giving this person airtime everybody knows that she is full of shit like and she blocked I, she's blocked me obviously yeah. um but like she, she just people who block everybody who disagrees with them they're the worst too yeah. they're and terrible I, and i and i try not to comment because there, there'll be other people that i'm like i'm i'll like write out a long comment like therapeutically and then i like <laughs> i like in, save it in a document and i like just package it away for a later date because i know if i put this on here then i'll block get blocked and i'm like i kind of want to follow you because it's key. i know that I, I respect where you're at but at this moment i'm like yeah. it fuels yeah, yeah. my fucking fire and so that's like i'll keep a couple of people on hand to make sure i'm i'm like perpetually pissed off enough to like keep doing good work um but yeah it's pretty yeah. crazy stuff Cool. Cool. I want to be respectful of your time. We're coming up on an hour here. It's been super duper fun. It was really, really a wonderful chat. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? Just plug everything you got and I'll throw it all in the show notes. Yeah, thanks. So it's Abby Langer Nutrition on Facebook, um, at Langer Nutrition on Instagram, Abby Langer Nutrition on TikTok. Um, I don't do Twitter anymore. How's your TikTok game? I hate TikTok. Do you, do you just repost, repost your reels or TikTok's frightening? I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I, I can like anymore. It. You know what's frightening? T- uh, Twitter. I was like on the receiving end of like some major anti-Semitic oh, rants no. and shit. Oh yeah. It was like just disgusting. I, and I said to my husband, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to shut my account. And he's like, don't change your account. You have all these followers. And I'm just like, I just can't do it anymore. Like, it's just so bad. Um, but so don't go, don't go looking for me on, on, in, on Twitter. You're not going to get that much. Um, I have my eating after 40 class, which is um, starting uh, January 23rd. This. And it's mostly women. Uh, <laughs> I don't my brain. Um, and you can find that on my site or DM me or whatever. Um, that's it. That's all. That's, just find me online. I'm I'm everywhere. Awesome. And and again, for the record, Abby's just an unbelievable follow. It's super duper fun. If you, Thank you like my content or just people that have been on the podcast, she's, she's right up your alley. She's going to be awesome. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media or left a five-star review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. If you ever want to get in touch with me, just shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Jordan Lips Fitness. I'm always around to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.